Very good morning to you and welcome to it. This is Untapped Talents with me, Sia Sangweni Finn, right here on cliffcentral.com. What better way is there to get your whole midweek started than with me right here on Untapped Talents? That's it. Is it kind of pompous? No, not at all. We are just happy like that. Thank you so much for having me on. It's going to be quite a show and a half. Getting ready to talk to some interesting people as always. So starting off. Um, I'll be, I don't even know how to describe this guy because whenever I, I, I try to, I just feel like I basically have no talent whatsoever. His name is Atimangojwa and he's doing quite a creative thing by going into jewelry design and he's basically an artist of note. So I want to get to know him a little better and also just dig a little deeper. I think the most important thing right now is he's a young South African who hasn't been complaining about this country, but is going out there and has the tools of the trade to basically just do what he loves. So isn't that quite cool? And then of course we'll be rounding the show up uh, with a band called The Rocketeers. It's made up of Douglas Bean and Lionel Naidu. So they'll be joining me a little late in studio and also just like some cool music just to get the little hump day off to a great start so um get in contact with me hey all right i'll be asking you your opinion you should vote yeah your nay. do you like these guys or not um on cliff central our official uh facebook page is called cliff central on instagram cliff central WeChat idea of course that's how you can send messages to screen all you have to do is go onto our official account it's called cliff central tap connect and then message to screen your message will pop up and then i'll be able to read it or else um twitter right at cliff central come on twitter or my personal twitter account is sia underscore sf and then if you're really feeling extra adventurous right of course zero eight six one triple five one eight nine is the number you can dial so let's get straight into it it's the talent of the week let's get into that news right this is untapped talent unreal uncensored unradio Clipcentral.com. All right, so let's kick things off. I've been very, very intrigued by what's going on all around the world as um, in regards with the news. This week, what I've just basically noticed is there's a lot of chaos and drama in the music industry. <laughs> if you listen to the show regularly, you know that I'm all about congratulating people and applauding them if they're doing amazing things. And one of the people who I've really, really enjoyed watching their career almost go from you know, just great achievements to even big and better achievements is Sam Smith. Now, of course, we all know him. We know he's a crooner and he's getting all these awards and he's really making a name for himself. But most recently, he's just been in little bit of drama with Tom Petty. Now, I'm a 90s baby, so even I had to do some research on who Tom Petty is. Basically, according to Wikipedia, Tom Petty is an American musician, singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. That in itself is enough to make him famous. But basically, he was the lead in Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers way back in the heyday. And he released a song that is similar... Well, a lot of people agree, and even Sam Smith, by the way, um, to Sam Smith's Stay With Me. So if you do not know Sam Smith's Stay With Me, first of all, which planet have you been living on? But if really you really don't know, let me remind you. Here's a bit of it. I don't want you to leave where you hold my hand. Stay with me. Okay. So that's the most important part. You, you know, stay with me, crooning, and there's a choir-like sounds in the background, very heartwarming and moving. Yeah, so we were all on that train of congratulating Sam until Tom Petty came out. Um, 
And he basically won songwriting credits for Stay With Me. And at first I thought, no, this guy's a lie. He's just a has-been. Who is he coming out here to accuse Sam Smith? That is until I actually listen to the song. Listen to how extremely similar it sounds. This is, um, so this is Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers with I Won't Back Down. Okay, I'm not going to play the whole thing. You get the gist of it, right? Um, so this is, this is what, this is what basically went down. Petey's publishers con- contacted Sam Smith's team after they basically noticed a blatant likeness to the two songs. And a spokesperson for Sam Smith said the singer acknowledged the similarity, but the likeness was a complete coincidence. Things that make you go, hmm, right? Um, supposedly it was very amicable. They both agreed Petty and his collaborator, Jeff Lynn, uh, should be credited as co-writers of the track. And you know what? Sam Smith spokesperson simply said, recently the publishers for the song I Won't Back Down, written by Tom Petty and Jeff Lynn, contacted the publishers for Stay With Me, written by Sam Smith, James Napier, and William Phillips, about similarities heard in the melodies of the choruses of the two compositions. Not previously familiar with the 1989 Petty Lynn song, the Writers of Stay With Me listened to I Won't Back Down and acknowledged the similarity. Although the likeness with it was a complete coincidence, all involved came to an immediate and amicable agreement. So basically, Petty's I Won't Back Down peaked at number 12 in the, in the US and number 28 in the UK in 1989. 1989 was Thriller out yet? Because that's how I gauge That's how you know you're a true 90s baby when you start gauging like musical careers based on Thriller. Thriller came out in 1983. Um... And actually, Sam Smith was born in 1991, 92. So, uh, listen, I won't really scrutinize the guy. Whether he knew about it, whether he didn't, whether he actually did it or he didn't, didn't do it. I don't know. Sam Smith, I'm glad you came to to a decision. You basically have paid the money and you aren't going to let all of this drama overshadow you. So, kudos on you. Moving on. Somebody else who's also in like this similar summer, like, Debacle. Is debacle a very dramatic word? I think it is. So it's a situation. That's all it is. It's Enrique Iglesias. Now, back in my Latino roots, I used to listen a lot to him and he basically uh, released a song called Bailando. It's have like, you know, how many? 686 million uh, hits on YouTube and it's, it's quite relatively big. But according to two random songwriters, they say they pitched a song of that sense um, to these guys um, at Sony, if I'm not mistaken. And they didn't hear anything for many, many years. They actually pitched the the song in 2009. They didn't hear anything until, lo and behold, 2014, when Enrique released the song. And it sounds extremely, extremely similar to what they basically pitched. I don't know what's going on, you guys. Like, what is going on in the music industry? How can you basically release a song and think you're all cool, calm and collected with receiving credit for it? And you know it's not yours. I think when I get the Rocketeers in later on in the show, I'll ask them, like, do you go around and you steal other people's song? But if you don't know Bailando by Enrique, here's just a bit of it. Okay, okay. Alrighty. So usually I would say, hey, that's Enrique Iglesias with Bailando, but... We don't know who the song really belongs to. So, Enrique, you can just call your father, Julio, for advice and you sort that out. But let's move on to some lighthearted news, right? Something better. 
I know this is going to get a few connotations and inverted commas and what have you, but this is all about untapped talent and we are going to shine a light on talent of all sorts, even if it may be unconventional. But this might be off on a bit of a tangent, but I saw this video and I couldn't help but like be so interested in it. It's by Kim Kardashian. Um, <laughs> she's basically so synonymous with selfies and, you know, this whole techno era. So being a smart businesswoman that she is, yes, I did just say that. She's teamed up with T-Mobile, which is like a cellular provider in America to basically get like to talk about data. And they always just like to do quirky little campaigns like this nearing the American Super Bowl, because that's like the hugest, biggest advertising spree in America every single year. And I don't even think I can describe it any further. It's so superficial. Just know that the crux of this whole campaign is data usage and making sure that you're always just aware of how much data that you use. But in true Kim Kardashian form, it's very superficial and very, very funny. So here's Kim Kardashian with an unconventional public service announcement. Hi, I'm Kim. Each month, millions of gigs of unused data are taken back by wireless companies. Tragic. Data you paid for that could be used to see my makeup, my backhand, my outfits, my vacations, and my outfits. Sadly, all lost. Please, help save the data. How dramatic. (laughs) It's dramatic in the best, most superficial way. Like, really, she goes... Data you paid for that could be used to see my makeup, my backhand, my outfits, my vacations, and my outfits. You know, Kim Kardashian, you go on with your bad self. Nobody can really diss you on that. You're making money, bottom line. But let's kind of be all, you know, good-hearted as well. Another person that I've really been keeping my eye on most recently, and also in the last week, and someone who I really think, you know, all BS aside, I really admire, is Emma Watson, who is most famous for starring in the whole Harry Potter series. But if you don't know, she started this whole campaign with the United Nations, more especially with United Nations women. And it's called He for She. And it's it's it, from the, her very first speech that she recorded and endorsing that campaign, it's got on to, you know, do quite well and most especially she just recently released a video thanking everybody for the support so good on her so this is emma watson uh with the united nations since the hefashi launch in new york last september i think it would be fair to say that my colleagues and i have been stunned by the response the hefashi conference was watched over 11 million times sparking 1.2 billion social media conversations culminating in the Hefashi hashtag becoming so popular that Twitter painted it on the walls of its headquarters. And men from almost every country in the world signed up to our commitment. Everyone from Desmond Tutu to Prince Harry to Hillary Clinton to Yoko Ono have issued their support or contacted us since September 20th. Everything from marathons being run, merchandise being created, 15-year-old boys writing to national newspapers, deploring female discrimination, young girls collecting hundreds of signatures. It's all happened in the last four months. Ah, see? That's what it's all about. This is the bottom line. A lot of people always get kind of riled up when a celebrity endorses something or they believe in a certain cause. And they always go, no, they're just doing it for attention. And, oh, they just want publicity. 
I get that. I hear that. It's a valid opinion. But I always just think whatever their intention, at least they're doing the work. And at the end of it all, somebody is going to benefit who really needs the help. So whether she wants the attention or whether she genuinely believes in it, I'm absolutely proud of her. And, you know, just creating awareness. And heck, she's using that that platform that she has, not just to tweet and get many retweets on Twitter, but she's actually going out there and making a difference. So kudos on her, Emma Watson, damn it. And hey, Emma, you know, you're going to get a Skype line here soon. So do you want a Skype? <laughs> you and I, we can be on Untapped Talent together. You can just, through osmosis, give me all of your wisdom. But, you know, moving on from that, I still have amazing guests joining me soon. And so let's get straight into it. Coming up straight after this, Ati Mangotro, the jewelry empresario in the making. This is Untapped Talent. Clipcentral.com. Say much and I hear it all Dripping with beauty like a waterfall Oh, I see you approaching Now abide by the law Only your body Unreal Uncensored Unradio CliffCentral.com It's CliffCentral.com and it's Untapped Talents with me, Sia Sangwenifin. And thank you so much for having me on, hey? Just listening to all my random blabberings and everything I basically have to say. But it's not all about me because I just like to talk to people and the most interesting people are now joining me in studio. First... First of all, though, let's let's get it all aligned and coordinated. His name is Ati Mangojo, and he's a fellow Durbanite like me. And what I absolutely admire about the dude is he saw the golden lights of Johannesburg, and he's like, I have to make something of myself, and he moved over here. So, Ati, first of all, thank you so much for coming through. Hi, Sio, man. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's an honor. So, it's an honor. Yo, yo, yo. It's an honor, you guys. Yeah. Basically, I could like win an Oscar yeah. right now because it's that meaningful. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'm very, very interested in you. Uh, I know a bit about you. Uh, your name is spread around quite frequently in Durban, but I want to get right to the bottom. Who is Ati? Where did he grow up and how did he land up now in Johannesburg? Ati is this ambitious, young, uh, ta- talented, you can say. Yeah. <laughs> Guy from. P.E., originally born in Lusikisiki, a small town in Eastern Cape. Okay. Then grew up in P.E. Yeah. Um, discovered my jewelry t- talent in Durban and got polished in Joburg. Okay. Excuse the pun, <laughs> polishing, you do that. But I want to get to the bottom of jewelry design. Out of yeah. all things, you know, kids, I'm not saying it's an unconventional career, but as you grow up, you're told, oh, we can be a doctor, you want to be a teacher, and this is what you want to do. Out of all things, you go jewelry design. When did yes. you fall in love with jewelry design? Uh, it all started when I was like five or six years old. Yeah. Where I started drawing and, and I was so compelled at that time. Yeah. I was, drawing was like the main thing I used to do. Um, until I, I reached the age of 10 where I started selling my stuff 
pictures and making comics. And you stuff. were already selling your yeah. artwork at 10. <laughs> I was eating crayons yeah, at 10. Primary, I said, come on, guy. <laughs> in, 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 in primary school, I was just the hustler there. Yeah. Selling comics and drawing, you know, Pokemon. Yes, yes. We went through that stage <laughs> with that the, stage, yeah, 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 everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, uh, when high school came, you know, life, as I stopped drawing and I focused on just sports and uh, girls. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Yes, you we know, have different you know, priorities. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just kind of stopped. Then after school, where I I reached this dark stage where I didn't know what I was gonna do, mm-hmm. I was rejected by four universities. Wow. Uh, for jewelry design. Okay. Uh, because I had options, like I had fashion design. Art, yeah, uh, animation, and all all these uh, core courses. And but nonetheless, at eighteen, when you yeah. finished school, you already knew that you would want to do something artistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's always been your drive. It's just been so quick, organic for me. To yeah, just to. Um, but my main passion is like creating. Yeah, basically creating, and and making something come out of nothing. Know, nothing. Yeah. You know? I'm always always (laughs) interested to talk to creative people because more especially, how do you start to balance the reality of the world versus everything you want to accomplish? So, for example, you're passionate about art and you're really into that. But where's the line of, okay, I do like art, but I have to make money. And, you know, (laughs) you have to be commercial, yet you want to stay authentic to yourself. That is... That is the main problem. It's like the golden uh, question. It's, and it's, it's the main <laughs> problem with creative people. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to find that balance between art and the business. Mm-hmm. So I had to, throughout my journey, I had to find that perfect balance between making great art mm-hmm. and also making money from it. Okay. So um, what I suggest other artists should do is um, stay true to Stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Stay true to your style, and and don't uh, get sucked in what's happening around you, and and don't see other artists um, when they start criticizing your style. Yeah. Just stand firm and just follow Yo, your instinct. You see, you follow say that your instinct, and it's so true. Yet it's so simple, but it's so hard. It's simple, but it's hard. You see, I, I don't find myself, you know, I can't call myself being on radio. I don't necessarily think I'm an artiste, <laughs> but it, it's, you're almost putting yourself out on the line. And yeah. yes, you start the show, you go, yeah, you're so excited. Hey, message in. There are days, sometimes you'll get that horrible message. Someone going, say, you know, you're boring. Shut up. Leave. Yeah. You know, type of thing. And it's, it, there's a line of, yes, this is my job, but at the yeah. same time, this is you. This is your this personality. Is this is your ideas. How do you not take that to heart? Uh, firstly, um, my work is, is kind of my way of expressing myself. And, mm-hmm. um, so I, I just always tell myself, mm-hmm. even though there's hate, the love will, will overcome it. So, sure. so that is a quotable for the morning. Should, even though there's hate, <laughs> love will overcome. Yeah, yeah. 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 You should just, um, focus on the positives and, um, and have, the positive people around you that yeah. that inspire you and also um, challenge you. Yeah. You must always challenge yourself every day. 
yeah. That's what I always do. I just always just push myself. Every piece I make, I yeah. also I also look at the fact that how how far I've, I've come, yeah. and I want to be even better, yeah, and better and better and better. So I might not be the best right now, but. You are be. doing your I'll, best. I'll, I'll be. That's I'll that's be. the most I'll important be. thing. Going back to your journey, so there you were in Durban. You decide? Did you start studying in Durban as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I studied. I first studied retail business management. Yo. Retail business management. Did yeah. that like drain you almost? Because you knew oh, what man. your passion is. You knew it what you really wanted me. to do. It exactly. Me. I exactly. was so frustrated because I didn't have any way I could. Any form of release, you know, because uh-huh. I wasn't doing what I love, drawing, you know. So how long did it take for you to go, um, okay, I'm certain, <laughs> this is not for me. I did first year, then I was like, no. Which I like, thank you, we tried it. We then, yeah, yeah. Then I moved, then I went into jewelry, then, yeah. What's, was, what's the process like though? Cause you know, I look at rings and you see the artistic value like it's It is a long cool. process. It, it is a dirty job. Okay. okay. It looks glamorous, but. <laughs> yeah, it looks glamorous when you're wearing it at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Let's a dirty take job. a simple ring. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say like a simple gold band with yeah. some sort of gem, be it diamond, whatever. Mm. How long would that take? Um, okay. It generally takes like, Eight hours. Okay. But I've, okay, I can say I'm fast. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I have, like, I don't have uh, my uh, my own workshop. So I yeah. have to fit eight hours of work into four hours. So I have to work faster. You've than, conditioned yourself like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And then we see Rick Ross or Kanye West mm. with their nice big piece of, like, a cross or, yeah. I don't know, a car, <laughs> you know, with diamond studs. Yeah. How long would that take? Uh, I'd I'd have to work day and night. Really? Um, I'd finish it in give me seven days. Yeah, I'd finish it. Wow. Stones. Yeah, yeah. That that's a lot of yeah. work and it's, effort. It's a- yeah, yeah. Like I always um think that um work ethic is the is that line that separates the good mm. and the great. So, yeah, yeah. So work ethic, work oh. ethic and vision. Your work, work ethic You're leaving me with yeah. quotes today I'm like busy writing <laughs> things down and whatnot. But how is the industry overall in South Africa? You know, I don't think we have a lot of Kanye West With Yeezus pieces yeah. hanging from their necks Who are ready to buy I actually have a Madibu piece here Oh, oh, oh well, well excuse you. me So he has things, okay so, um, the, the industry in South Africa It's very hard Because um, the industry has its own demands yeah. So when you... And it's very hard for for people like me who come from, you know, yeah. places that are underprivileged uh-huh. to start and create their own businesses because we we don't have the financial, you know, yeah. resources. Um, but you have to work for a company. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, so like what American the- Swiss. So mm-hmm. you have to just make commercial jewelry to survive in South Africa. All so, those little so, uh, diamond studs and that. <laughs> so, uh, so I took the other way. Yeah. So, uh, of making my own style, mm-hmm. which I call street jewels. <laughs> street jewels. Um, yeah, yeah. Street jewels. And I, I can personalize stuff for you. Um, yeah. And mainly, now, mainly, uh, it's targeted 
mainly for the youth, you know. It's this young, yeah. relevant, yeah, yeah, up and coming yeah. culture. And how has that been though? Have have they been oh, receptive? Has it been the response has been amazing. Really? Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um my only challenge is that um I don't have the time and the um, the financial resources of having my own workshop. Uh-huh. So I have to always just pay to work. Yeah. But at the same time try to make money. Yeah, that it, is it, it's it's the big man, balance and that's what we're man. all striving for though. What has been your most proudest moment in in your career thus far? Um I'd have to say um making my family proud. <laughs> oh, so you do have the great support from your family oh, as well. Oh man, I'm I'm very I'm very family orientated, you know. Yeah. Um, I love my family and and seeing myself where like the progress I've made since I started that that is what pushes me to be even better than what I am right now. But you know? on that note, have you had a little cousin come up to you like, yo, I'm going to my uh, dance <laughs> or somebody else be like, yo, listen, auntie, you know, we homies like that, but I need to propose. <laughs> like, is there any sort of like up and coming nepotism you have to deal with? Uh, aunts, All the time. Uncles, cousins, <laughs> you know, my cousin. <laughs> Oh. So I should This is not the time To basically say I, You know I'm wearing A black shirt today yeah. I think it needs Some sparkle or something Just hanging yeah, from my neck uh, Yeah I can hook you up oh, See now Rolling in the right circles This is what Untapped <laughs> Talent Is all about yeah. But where does IT personally see himself Moving towards um, In the future I see myself as um, I want to grow As an entrepreneur I mm-hmm. want to I also want to grow artist, Artistically Yeah um, Yeah So I have to Find that balance mm. Of growing as an entrepreneur, also as a man, yeah, to my community and my family. You know. But with growth, you have great success yeah. and also great failures. How yeah. do you personally take the failure? Failure, um, you know, I learn more things and more um, uh, strategies when yeah. I fail than when Ooh. I win. You know, so I always mm. just take failure as you know that. You use lesson. it, yeah. yeah. You you learn from that's, it and you use that's it to why move on. That is what made me come this far mm-hmm. you know, by just learning from my failures and especially last year. <clears throat> oh, it was a very hard year because because I was doing a lot of favors for a lot of people. So ah, uh, someone you know, once said you so can't I be. Learned from yeah, that. I learned from that. I learned from that. It's, it's stuff like that. You someone said you learn. someone once said you can't be nice in business. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. So, I hear you. So I have to it was my artistic like I let my artistic side take over my entrepreneurial side. So mm, you, mm, have, mm, you, mm, you just have to balance just balancing yeah. the different personalities. Ah, man, Listen, ah. I I'm so so proud of you and I think ah, you know it's thank you. To make the huge jump, we just got a message here on WeChat from Jade. She says, Go Durban peeps. And welcome to Jersey. So that's the UIT. We're, we're sort <laughs> of making you. Durban proud. I think it's going well. Yeah. So let's speak it into existence. I also this one, represent PE. PE, uh, PE. Uh, please, like I invited you here. Maybe you're going to be Durban <laughs> United or something. No, no, Durban. Durban. Okay, Durban is there. Yeah, yeah. But let's speak it into existence and let, let's be firm into what we mm. want to do in the future. Where? What are your plans for the rest of the year? And where do you see yourself headed in the future? The rest of the year, um, I just want to continue making more pieces for you know celebs uh-huh. <laughs> and um i'm also working on my own 
exhibitions, you know. Oh. Because I also, in my exhibitions, I'll I'll not only make jewelry, but I'll paint. I'll just mix a lot of my talents, you know, together, yeah. and 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 storytell, you know, yeah. like, and also, like, my main focus is just to move people and inspire through people you, through my stories. Yeah, you know, and also, um, just wanna, just wanna have clothes and jewelry. And to express yourself in yeah, different ways. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. artist art. Ah, ah, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Can we, can we yeah. trademark that today? Artist <laughs> art, ladies and gentlemen. Artist art. Yeah, Listen, yeah. really, I cannot stop saying how proud I am of you. And I thank you so much for coming in this morning. Where can people get more information on you to view your work or if you have any requests after this? Um, people can check out my pieces that I've done on Instagram. Oh, you're yeah. one of those, a big yeah. Instagrammer. Okay. Big Instagrammer. Let me try and get into your account, as yeah. you say. So where can we get information? It's from? A-R-T. A-R-T. Underscore. Underscore. The. T-H-E. T-H-A. Okay, T-H-A. Underscore. Underscore. Jula. J-U-E-L-A. Oh, you see... Yeah. He's I'm, so I'm, unconventional. I'm not it's not your... even that and Julia. Yeah, man. It's all about creativity. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> And 18 hours ago, he just said he just finished a nine-carat gold ring. What a day this has been. And what an interview this has been. So thank you so <laughs> thank much. You, and listen, if this, you know, if this ring doesn't have an owner, you know, you can just drop it over. Yeah. Here. <laughs> I do thank I you so much you, for coming in. This is Untapped Talents right here on yeah. cliffcentral.com. Straight after this. Me. No, thank you, dude. Straight after this, I'll be talking to the Rocketeers. Cliffcentral.com. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. We're continuing the discussions with an interesting, invigorating, and people with a lot to say. I was trying to make this uh, this show sound kind of technical, but in scientific, it really wasn't working that way. Hold up, he's already very, very excited. My guests already in studio before I even direct my attention to them. They're talking already. So yeah. anyway, there we go. Now you're on. Are oh, you yeah. cool? Yeah, there we go. I'm extremely technical. <laughs> I'm talking to the Rocketeers. They're a band and basically also an acoustic duo. I just like the sound of that. I'm joined by Douglas Bean and Lionel Naidu. Thank you guys so much for coming onto the show. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So where do I even begin trying to get the backstory with you guys? Firstly, Douglas, Douglas Bean is your right, your right name. It's, it's on my driver's license. It is official like that. They cannot take it away from you. They can't. Okay. But it does already sound very rock starish. So let me just put it that way. Okay. <laughs> How did you guys meet? I think that's the first step because you guys seem like you have a lot of stories to tell, basically. You know, Doug's been uh, playing music for a long time and I was lucky enough to catch him play at the Blues Room one day. Mm -hmm. And I just thought this this guy is incredibly talented and I have to work with him. So I just got gave him my number and then, yeah. you know, everybody needs a bass player <laughs> after some time. And then he called me up and we started doing some gigs together. Okay, so Douglas, you're already a guitarist and a singer-songwriter yeah, yeah. before the Rocketeers formed. Lionel, what were you up to? Um, I was playing in a lot of like indie rock bands and just whatever, you know, I just always kind of left the door open and 
made myself available just to to play bass in as many things as I could. Yeah. Because I don't have um like a formal education in music. Yeah. So I just kind of learned by playing in as many different scenarios as possible. Did you find that because of that now your musical tastes are almost very fluid? Yeah, you know, it, it helped me in good stead for, for actually playing music for a living. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can't... It's hard to get by, I think, an essay playing just one style the whole time. Mm. It kind of pigeonholes you and then you only have like one audience but if you can play like lots of different things and chop it up um yeah. i think a lot of the the cutting edge guys are doing it now you know um they kind of do the acoustic thing and then the rock thing and yeah. then like a pop thing you know so that basically means we can just already picture you collaborating with like bobby finiasvel to mandoza or like any anyone in the spectrum well everybody needs a bass player there we go that's the spirit <laughs> <laughs> together uh, as the rocketeers firstly where did the name actually come from uh we just we were just looking at things uh that would be sort of friendly and and uh sort of have a good vibe about it because i've heard everything on the show I, I like to have musicians in and i've had like don't poke the bear recently and they say like it was this whole process of they were sitting at home and they didn't know what to call it they were just like don't poke the bear that's the first thing that popped we, up uh, I, have, I have a friend who has a band called satanic dacha orgy excuse me sorry now yeah satanic dacha orgy yeah they they um they're a band. I'm hoping the name so, doesn't come from like an actual so, life experience of a satanic dacha orgy. You're gonna have to ask those guys that, but for us, we didn't want a name like that. You know, yeah. we're not we're not about shocking. We're about doing something different. How does it work with you guys already being musicians separately to now put your visions, your ideas, your musical tastes together? Do you find that you have to, it's almost like there's a lot of conflict or it's, you know, almost respected fighting? It works well, actually, because especially if you got, got two, like Lionel's into, into, um, some, a lot of the same stuff that I am and, and a lot of different stuff like hip hop and, and, like electronic, of, some electronic, yeah, electronic stuff. Okay. And, and whereas I'm more into rock and, and, um, acoustic stuff as well. Yeah. Um, mellow stuff. Um, so it works well putting it together. You know, you get a little bit of a tension going on, but that tension's good sometimes. You know, it causes some good creativity. To okay. Happen, you know? So tension equals good creativity, they say. A little Absolutely. bit, not too much. <laughs> Absolutely. Not too much. How does the whole music making process begin, though? Do you, does someone write a song, then somebody else comes in with Ooh. the melody or? Um, Doug writes a lot of the stuff and, um, a lot of the music he writes and it's a process and it takes time and he works at it, you know? Yeah. I think he's, he's uh, very much like a sculptor when it comes to, uh, uh, and I see the process as well because I will play the first version of a song and I will play version 10 of a song and slowly it comes together and we make sure to perform this thing live and kind of see what people like or mm, that ending was a little bit not so good as the yeah. last one and you know so it really is a process and you have to play your songs live and get them right i think a lot of guys don't do that you know they're just kind of okay let's make this thing sound great in the studio and then when it comes to actually recreating something live it's it's maybe not the same thing you know yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and also, it's like the best guinea pigs out there. If they react to a song, if they start jumping or tapping to it, that's when you know 
we're onto something good. If not, you creep away slowly and you go and put some more work into it, right? People more more people like hug to our music more than like they, jump oh, around. Oh, you know? they hug to your music. There's like kind of like this natural sensual thing going on. Because I, you know, what? on that note, I was listening to one of your songs, uh, "Birds and the Bees," and I was like, if Michael Bublé were to go indie. That's the music he'd make. Yeah. Have you ever got that description? Because <laughs> yeah. that is spot on in mind. Okay. No, no, we haven't. But, you see? But that's, uh, that's, I'm fine with that. <laughs> we get a lot more like, oh, it's very Jack Johnson y or Jason Raz or something like very. that. Very. You know, but I can see the, the, uh, how you could say, um, Michael Bubble. Michael Bubble. Listen, I'm <laughs> a, a Michael Bubble, Bubble fan. Okay. So let's not go down that I road. love, I love, Bu- I love Bubble. <laughs> Buble. Buble. There we go. You know what? I'll wrap the show up with playing that song specifically. Then we'll get to see what people think about it. But for you guys specifically, you know, uh, I almost think of Nora Jones and John- that genre, certainly. Yeah, you know? yeah. That kind. Of, it's. I don't know what what you'd call it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, music. I guess <laughs> it, it is music. nice, not but, computer music. But with that, you know, you, it's this personal relationship. I don't want to put words into your mouth, but it's almost this personal relationship you have with your music. So where do you draw the line of this is what I'm going to tell? This is how I want to express myself to what the people want, you know, versus what the people want. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a tough one, because um, you know people um, they like hearing they they like favorite song. Yeah, you know, like Piano Man or something exactly, like that. Exactly. And, and maybe I don't always want to play Piano Man because sometimes because we don't have a piano in our band. Uh, <laughs> granted, <laughs> but when people say, "Oh no, it's too dark," what do you mean by a song is too dark? This is an artist, and this is the expression, and this is what they had to I say. I won't tolerate racism in this oh, day. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, moving swiftly on that note, I how won't about you guys it. play a little cover for us? You guys have instruments in studio. All right. Very impressive things as well. While you wrangle yourself up, I don't even know. Okay, there's a standard guitar on one side and it looks like a an anorexic guitar on the other side Douglas, what's that called okay this is a this is a standard acoustic guitar yes okay and then what lionel is fetching what's that called lionel plays a double bass um but in this case he's got a, a portable double bass um for for gigging um mm. so it's not the big one it's the small one yeah semi-acoustic it's called so all right, so I'll definitely be taking pictures yeah. and we'll post those up because I'm not crazy when I say it's an anorexic guitar. But let's do a little cover. Okay, um, about like two minutes or so. I just want like a nice... Because I'm so professional like that. What would you guys like to play? Uh, we're going to do a song called Budapest. Ah, uh, George Ezra. Yeah, it is. There we go. All righty, let's hear it. All right. Miles in Budapest, my, my hidden treasure chest. Golden grand piano, my beautiful Castillo. You, ooh, for you, ooh, I'd lose it all. My acres of a land that I've achieved. It may be hard for you to stop and believe. For you, ooh, for you, ooh, I'd lose it all. Give me one good reason why I should never make a change Baby, if you hold me, then all of this will go away My many artifacts, the list goes on If you just say the words, I'd up and run to you Ooh, to you, ooh, I'd leave it all 
Okay. It's a little jam session going on yeah. there. Thank you guys so much for coming yeah. through. Thank you for having us. This is very cool. Like, I just want to... I always think the one fault I have in my life in the midst of the many... <laughs> no is faults. That, no, is that I, I, I can't play an instrument. So if I were to start now, mm. what do you recommend us I play? Is the guitar easy? Well, what appeals to you? I mean... I, I, I just want to go through a hard break and be able to write a cool song with it. It's this. Okay. Yeah, I'll get my Taylor Swift on with the guitar. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is the Rocketeers, ladies and gentlemen. Where can people get more information about oh. you? Where you guys gigging soon? Okay, well, people can go to our website, which is rocketeers.coza, and they can check us out also on Facebook and Instagram, and we're also on Twitter. If anybody who still uses it, hey, listen, uh, we tweet. Okay, you know, we have twi- tweeple, Twitter people. I know, but everybody's <laughs> like Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> well, okay. I'll Instagram this picture. So, now. yeah, that's cool. That would be awesome. And also, we've got an album on iTunes called Something Else. Um, so if people could buy it, that would be excellent. Buy something, guys. Okay. Go yes. ahead. Buy it. It's local music. Yeah. Damn it. There we go. Yeah. That is Lionel Naidu and Douglas Bean, which is an official name on his ID. Thank you guys so much for popping through. Hey. Thanks for having oh, us. It's been absolutely awesome. Thank you to all my guests for coming through and thank you for listening as well. Until next week, Wednesday, nine till 10 a.m. right on cliffcentral.com. My name is Sia and I'll see you.